Fine. So we're continuing with um, this last chapter of the Tikkun Akali, chapter 150. Since, like we said, Rav Nosen, he brings the entire Mizmor in his prayer on the Tikkun Akali, as if to say, in this chapter is also hinted to that the ten types of Nigun can metaken pigamabrit. So the question is how? Where do you see that, right? So we started going into that. We see that there's 14 items mentioned, 14 like concepts or things mentioned in this capital, which are really 15. We said, El Bekocho, Birkiaozo, Bigvorotav, Care of Good Law, and then it goes into nine musical instruments. And so we said, last week it was nice to say that Kocho and Rikiauzo, Gvurotav, Kirov Gudlo is the Hitchakut of the Pashut Kaful Meshulash Murba. Did we say how? Did we go into that? We didn't go into that really. Okay, so watch this. Kocho, Halu Elbe Kocho. In the Kabbalah, Kodesh is always Chokhma Sechel. So Kocho, if we now look back to the map that we made, and again, I hope we're right, I hope we have the right direction, and I hope this is what the Rebbe wants, that we're, we're trying to mayen and open up his teachings in a way, just to get people to do more, not to chasashalom change and nothing, we just want to get people to, to wake up on the value of the Tikkun HaKali, Everything, every detail makes a, makes a, makes a, has meaning. So we said that if you take all the Pashut, because you know, there's Yud, Yud Ke, Yud Ke Vav, Yud Ke Vav, there's four times Yud, and you have a correlation of four types of nigun, which are also corresponding to the yud. You have, we said, bracha, which is the pashut, the one. And then uh, ashray, the second chapter, because it's one, two. And then we said you have uh, shir, which is chokhmah. And then we said we have uh, um, tefillah, which is malchut. The times that the yud, or the one, appears again and again in the ten, is the first chapter, the second chapter, and then shir, kayal ta'arog. And Tfilah de Moshe. So we said that if in Kabbalah it makes sense. We have Keter, Chochma, Bina, and Malchut together. Malchut is the Kadeshet Malchut, right? There's, there's an idea to, to join the Malchut up with the, with the Mochin, to, to shine the light from above all the way to the Malchut. So El Bekotcho could be hint to the Pashut. All those that are Kodesh, Keter, Chochma, Bina, Malchut, which is. Which one is Bina? Bina is Bracha, the first one. Right, we said, Avarachat Hashem, Asher Yatsani. The first chapter, Michlam le David, is Bracha, that's Bina. The second chapter is Ashrei Nesui Pesha, which is Keter. And then, Lam Natsach Maskil Vinekoach Ka'el Tarog, which is Uvalayla Shiro Imi, that's Chokhmah, Shir. And Tfila le Moshe, Tfila is Malchut. And those, those four are one, again, repetition of the one. So that's a hint to El Bekocho. Birkia Uzo, Birkia Uzo. Uh, Oz, Rabbeinu says about Boaz, he's called Boaz because of his strength in Kedushat Habrit what the, what the Gemara says, we went into that that he, he had Tokfa, he had strength that he could have, if he wanted to, have been with Ruth that night the Yetzirah was telling him, Rashi brings down she's single, you're single you're an Alman, she's an Almana yalla, be together, and he said no we want to do Kadat Kadin according to Halacha, so he had to really control himself, so he has Oz because of that. So the Rekia of the Oz is like the firmament which is holding up Yesod, which is Oz. And those are Netzach, Hod, Yesod. So Rekia Uzo is the second group of the Kaful, Pashut, Pashut Kaful. Kaful, we said, first chapter is Mikhtam uh, le David, second is Ashrei, number three is Maskil. Okay? 
maskil is yesod, right? The third chapter, Asher maskil edal. Then we have the two chapters which are Netzach and Hod, which are what? Lamnatzach al Tashchit and Hodu Lashem Kiruvishmo. Those, if you do the one, one, two, one, two, three, that works out. Netzach Hod Yesod are the Nitzuach, Hoda'ah, and Maskil are the three songs which correspond to Netzach Hod Yesod. And that's next in line. So we have the Pashut is the Kodesh, Haru El Bekocho. Hallelujah, Birkia Uzo, the Rikia of the Oz, of the Netzachod Yesod is holding up the Oz. Gvurotav, what's left is Meshulash. In Meshulash, we have two which are Meshulash. We have one, one, two, three, one, two, three, four. The, who's the three in the three? That happens to be Chesed and Gvura. Chesed is Nigun, the chapter Ein Zayin 77. Ezkera Neginati Balayla, it's Nigun, that's Chesed. And Al Narod Bavel, chapter, the ninth chapter, the Tikkun Atal in Kuflam and Zayin, which is, we said Mizmor, and Mizmor is Gvura. So we have Bigvurotav, and then finally, Kerov Gudlo. Here, if you take a look carefully in the chapter, it says, Halelu El Bekocho, Birkia Uzo, Bigvurotav, and then Ke, Kerov Gudlo. What's the Kerov Gudlo here? This is very interesting. Kerov is facing Ke, like Leumadze, it's like, it's like this, so is this. Who's like this? This is a hint to Esav. Because Esav said to Yaakov, Yeshli Rav. Rabbeinu goes into the idea of the Rav de Klippa in lesson number 8, right? So the one who's Kerov Gudlo, facing the one who has in the Klippa, in the Tuma, Rov Gudlo, he says, I have Rav. I have, when Rav Rashi says, that's Lashon of Gava. I have a lot and everything. In Yaakov Ishtam, I have what Hashem sent me, what I need, I'm happy. Asamech Bechelko, right? So Kerov Gudlo in the Tuma is referring to Esav. And Yaakov is the opposite of that, and Yaakov is Tiferet. And Tiferet is the last chapter, which is Hallelujah. This chapter, Hallelujah, is the completion, okay? So this, we see a hint of the Shir, Pashut, Kaful, Mesh, Ulash, Merbah, in the first four. And you said very nicely last week, it was beautiful, that in the breast of Nusach, they stop, the Chazan stops, and Kerov, good, law, and then everyone together. Hallelujah. Okay. So now the next Shlav, I don't know how far we're going to get today. But now you have the nine instruments, which are really ten. Like this rule of the Radak is very important. The Radak says that whenever you have Teka Shofar, it's including Chatzot Because the Pasuk says, Bachatzot Vekol Shofar. So when the Shofar, there's also Chatzot First, that's number one. Number two, on Pshat, the sound of the Shofar and the sound of a horn are very similar. It's one note. That's it. Shofar, we break it up to Tkiah, Shvarim, Chua. It's a bit how you let out the air blast. But it's the same sound. It's flat. Ooh. A horn also, the Chatzotot they called Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu used to call the assembly, were also a simple blast. There also, the Torah says, there were Tkiot, Shvarim, and Chua. Depending on who Moshe Rabbeinu wants to call, did you blow in two Shofar, two, two Chatzotot, did you blow in one? But it's a simple blast. The simple blasts of the Chatzotot and the Shofar if we now say that they follow the order of the ten types of nigunim, like Rabbeinu sets them up. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just explain this. We have in the Pasuk, in this, in this chapter, Hallelujah, Beteka Shofar, Nevel, Chinor, Tov, Machol, Minim, Ugav, Which order is this following? Is this following the order of the Sfirot? Or is it following the order that Rabbeinu sets in the order of the Sfirot based on the ten times of Nigun that he's following? It seems that it's following the order that Rabbeinu is, is following. The Gemara and the Zohar, the Kitvari, say in this chapter, there's ten hallelujahs, hallelujah. Those ten hallelujah follow the order of the Sfirot, from Keter all the way to Mahu. That's what it says clearly 
in the Shar Kavanot, the Cherner Rav, he tells you to look in the Shar Kavanot on this lesson. That's in order. But now, when you go to the details of the ten, you have so many things there. You have the four, Kotcho, uh, Rikyozo, and then you have these nine. What happened to the ten Sfirot? So it looks like there's room to explain both. That in general, the chapter has ten Halleluhu, and these, yes, are Kesedir of the ten Sfirot. But when you go into the details, and you have sometimes Halleluhu has two items. You gave to one Hallelujah, which according to the Arizal is one Sphira, but you gave Nevel and Chinor to one. And then meaning Beogav, you give to another one, right? So we see there's room here to play games, to move around a little. So it seems that the order that they appear, these ten musical instruments, follow the matching order of the ten types of song. Now why is this happening? What's, what's the point here? You see, Rabbeinu in the Tikkun HaKlali shows us which chapters of Tehillim correspond to the ten, the, each, each type of the ten types of nigunim. In this final chapter of Hallelujah, we have a new, th- an intro, like a, new, a new item introduced, that you have musical instruments, that the essence of this musical instrument is to reflect this type of nigun. So going back to what we said, we had Chatzot and Teka Shofar. We said last week also, Chatzot seems to be the idea of Keter, because it's Chatz, Chetz Ratz. It's like an arrow that shoots Quickly, that's how the light of the Keter is normally, the Keter, which is Ashrei. It sends, boom, a light all down the tenth sphere, then it goes right back up. Rav Shechter says that's why Keter begins with a Chaf, because Chaf is Gematria 20. 20 is 10 down, plus immediately 10 up, it doesn't stay. There's no presence of Keter, it just leaves an energy boost and then goes away, disappears. You can't see it. Chetzratz, boom, boom, okay? So that seems to be the idea of Keter. And it's a simple note. Why is it a simple note? Because we have no tfisa into it. We have no tfisa of the keter. So it's just one simple note. There's no ups and downs. There is tkiah, shvaim, chur, which break the simple note, but it's still a simple note. It's still a flat, uh, that's it. Chatzotzot, shofar, the exact same thing. Shofar is the idea of bina. All right. And bina also, bina is very high. And we know the shofar, Yovel corresponds to the idea of the Bina. It's also a flat note because nothing is revealed yet from the Bina. It's after it's developed, then we have something, okay? So that's the idea of Teka Shofar. Chatzat Srot, Teka Shofar. Hallelujah, Teka Shofar. Nevel Vechinor. What's Nevel Vechinor? If we follow the order, Nevel, first of all, what is the Nevel? We said last time, Nevel is more likely the violin, and Kinor is more likely the harp. Even though today, in modern Hebrew, kinor is a violin, but in the terminology of the Torah, kinor seems to be referring to a harp, as is indicated that on top of David Melech's bed, he had a kinor. Now, for a kinor to blow with wind, the strings have to be open to the wind. On a kinor and a violin, you have the base of wood behind the strings. It doesn't make sense so much that the wind is going to play the violin. It makes more sense that you have an open, exposed harp, where just it's, it's held on the top and the bottom, and in, in, in the middle you have airspace. That's what creates the unique noise of the harp, the, the, the melody, the sound of the harp. So kinor would seem to be more, like we said, the harp, and nevel is the violin. Violin, in our context, would correspond to maskil. Now why? I heard this made a few times. Mekubalim, they told me this. <clears throat> that almost of, of, of all the musical instruments, the most beautiful one, believe it or not, is the violin. Violin sticks out. Even in the Goyish world, you have, like in classical music, you have a violinist, he plays a solo. 
There's always so piano also. We're gonna go into uh, ugav. Let's uh, we'll hopefully show out it's ugav eventually, but but uh, more so, violin is really something very unique. Okay, very sticks out. The, the melody played by a violin, it's very close to the voice of a human. Even if it's played really professionally, it sounds like somebody singing or crying. Even you have people who sound like a violin. You have violin. It sounds like people. Okay. Because of that, it's so open to take a person also into the tuma. The word is called nevel. Why nevel? The Gemara says, why is it called the nevel? What's this word nevel? Because the Gemara says it makes all other musical instruments like a nevela. Nevela means like very secondary, like a, not, not useful. When, the, when this nevel, is, this, this uh, fiddle, this violin is played, it makes all other musical instruments like on the side. That's why in the world, the violin has a soloist. It's a, it's a very mumche, it's a very professional musical instrument. Now, to hint that the nevel is masculine, which is yesod, you have hinted to in the word nevel, lavan. Who's lavan? So Rabbeinu goes into lavan in lesson number 19. Lavan is the one represents targum, the language of targum. Targum, Lavan, all this Rabbeinu goes into in lesson number 19 where he says Targum is an interface language. Targum is what's in between Lashon HaKodesh Holy Tongue and what's in between the language of the 70 nations. It's a mixture of good and bad. Like the Etzadat Tovara the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Like the Klippa called Noga. Noga is a halo. It's a Klippa which half of it is exposed to holiness Another half is exposed to the Tuma. In the vision of Yechezkel, so the way the Pshat is made to, under, to be understood is that when he saw Noga lo Saviv, so you have the Kedusha, the Chashmal, on one side, what he saw in the vision Yechezkel. Chashmal is like the holy, holy angels. Noga lo Saviv around the Chashmal. And on the other side are the three extreme Tuma forces. Anan Esh, Mitlakachat, Anan Kaved, Veruach Sa'ara. Those two on the one side of the Noga. Noga is separating. So in that sense, Noga is exposed to evil. It's like a shell, like a peel, an orange peel, let's say. You have inside the fruit, the side that's, that's touching the fruit, and that, 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 uh, which is exposed to dirt and all the things outside and the climate and everything. And, it's, and that's, the, that's the idea of a klipa, of, of a shell, of a husk, a peel. Okay? So the violin, and we said in the lesson, Rabbi Nachman says in the lesson, that you have maskil or meshakel there is a nigun which comes from the targum Rabbeinu says maskil alidei togeman that the maskil, the language the song, the prophecy coming from maskil is through targum, through togeman meaning that it comes through an intermediary stage which has exposure to good and evil maskil alidei togeman, they explain is like a talmid, David Melech would receive Ruach HaKodesh inspiration and he wouldn't reveal it directly. He would give it to one of his Talmidim. Also, the Bnei Korach would give it over to their Talmidim. And they, the ones with their free choice, are the ones who refashioned the, the format of the song called Maskil. It's not directly, it's indirect. It's Bidafka indirect. So it should have exposure for good and evil, and yet the good is coming out. So that's the idea of Maskil. The violin has that power. The violin, the Nevel, it's coming from... The, this klipa of good and evil, it could be maskil, it could be meshakel. That's the danger of the violin music, is that it can be moshech, it can draw a person which is maskil, or meshakel to the other side, okay? That's nevel. Kinor, in following the order, would go with representing shir. Shir, we said, is the melody for chokhmah. 
for arousing the Chokhmah. Even though Chokhmah is above Bina, we said, if you remember that beautiful Zorah of Ka'al Ta'arog, the deer that goes up to demand the Shefa when there's nothing coming down, and she bypasses Bina. Bina's closed. So what does she do? She goes to Chokhmah. There's an ability to tap in with Shir, which is accessible to, to Chokhmah. Kinor would be the harp, like we said. The Zorah says, Kinor has the letters Ner, Kavav, when it's spelled without a Vav, a Yud. Kinor, Chaf, Nun, Vav, Resh. So you have there a Ner candle, and Kavav. Kavav is 26, that's Gematria of Yud Kevavke. So meaning, the Kinor is the harp, is the ability to look for, with like a candle, Yud, the beginning of Yud Kevavke. The beginning point of Yud Kevavke is the Yud. Yud is always Chokhmah. That's the beginning point of Yud Kevavke, is, is, is the Chokhmah point, okay? So the Kinor, the musical melody of the Kinor, is meant to help a person tap into Shir. This, all, by the way, just to remember, this all connects to what we saw, we mentioned from Rabbeinu Bachye, that the people who invented music saw that music can, can replace and control the energy which is transmitted by nine constellations and stars and suns and planets that have an influence on this world through emotions. So the people who invented music, one being Tuval Kain, I think. Tuval Kain, it's mentioned, he's the one, the Tofes Kol Kinor Ve'ugav, it says in the Pasuk, that he was the one who fathered all those who have access to Kinor and Ugav. Okay? It's funny because Kinor and Ugav are both mentioned here. But he's the one who started it in the side of Tuma in a way. Shir, to activate Shir for the Tuma. And Ugav, we're going to go to his idea of Hoda'ah. I, I, I know how far we're going to get if we get that far to Ugav. I'm still in the middle of trying to figure this out. <laughs> but uh, at least for Shir. And going back to what we just said, the Rabbeinu Bachay said these nine instruments were invented by people to control the emotions. And by doing that, having, having a say in the Hashpa'ot that come down to people in the world. Unbelievable. That's how, that's how powerful music is. It plays a major role in the life of a human being. Because it's, it's, it's doing the job of the nine constellations. It's, it's to take away the, the role of the nine constellations that Hashem made to, to, to cover the world, which are really probably ten. If there's nine, and here there's also a number ten, there must be also in the constellation, there's nine revealed ones, and there's a Chatzotzot, which is a hidden constellation we don't know about. But this is an idea that they're paralleling. And it could be this is what, what David Melech is doing in this chapter. He's showing us the musical instruments, which are the representation of the ten types of Nigun. The difficulty which we have to resolve still is how will this fit in with this 72-stringed instrument, which will play, in, which will play on it the ten types of song together. Because it's Chesed. Chesed is made up of Yud, Yud K, Yud K Vav, Yud K Vav, Kids Gematria 72. So you have one musical instrument that will have in it the energy of all these 10 musical instruments. It's a question. We'll see. I, I'm not there yet, but I'm just I'm putting on the side, uh, on the table, that, that this is what we have to get to, to try to clarify. It's going to be a label? Don't know what it's going to be. A 72 stringed, Ein Bet Nimin. On what? On a navel, on a, it makes sense to be a harp, because on a harp you can put 70, but we don't know. Is it an ugav? Is it a piano? <laughs> we don't know. I have to look into it. We have to see if there's anything in Chazal to talk about it. Okay? So kinor is shir. Tof umachol. Tof also is like, it's a, it's a banging. It's like a beat. A tof, they say, is they would take the stomach of the calf, 
and stretch it over a wooden circle, okay? And then attach bells to the end, and that's like the, the what people bang on. It's a, okay, that's the idea of a tof. Machol is similar, but machol is more for fast rhythm, for dancing. A machol is a dance. The machol is a drum beat similar to the tof, which is used for faster music, okay? Tof is nitzuach. Tof is more slow. It's like tof is compared to taf, even though taf is with a tet. Tof is with a tav, okay? But the idea is that it goes slowly. What Yaakov said to Esav, I have to go slowly, the fiat taf, according to my kids, I have to walk slowly. So the, the commentary said that tof is like for slower dveikut nigunim. It's like a beat that gets you, and it's, it's, it's corresponding to nitzuach, because the tof has a power to really control a person, to overcome, to, to, over, to victorize the person who's, who's entranced by evil, to get him out of it, the tof of Kedusha is a beat and a rhythm. You see people, a lot of people who are wherever they are in the Tuma, but they hear Dvekut Nigunim, which are slower, and which require a beat, okay? And the Nigun just starts making them cry, and they get so woken up to do tshuva, to come back to Hashem. That's the power of these Nigunim of Tov, that's Menatseach. And Machol is corresponding to Nigun. Nigun is Chesed. Chesed is for sure upbeat. You know, there's a big dance. You know, this is picturing in Meron. You know, everyone is jumping up and down. Okay? So that's an example of, of a nigun of machol. That it just gets you dancing. You can't just sit behind and not move. The, the, the beat of the song is so intensified. It makes you move. You want to move fast. You want to get into the circle. It pushes you to want to get excited. So that's the idea of the machol. Okay? Minim. And Ugav. This is very difficult. Why? Because the Targum translates Minim Ugav as Khalil Ve'abuva. Okay? Two musical instruments. One's called the Khalil, one's called the Abuv. Why is this difficult? Because the Gemara says in Arachin, there are Arachin, Daf Yudam and Bet, that Khalil and Abuv are the same instrument. So what are we going to do here? The Targum makes it as two separate instruments. It says Khalil is one. It seems that Khalil and Ugav are like, a, you know, the pipe or the flute where you, put, you press on the fingers on the item and music comes out based on that. Well, that we haven't mentioned yet. That's not a kinor. Kinor is strings, never the strings. Tof Machol is the banging beats. Okay? Teka Shofar, Chatzotot is a simple tune. Minim Ugav are involving with air pressure and the fingers together on the musical instrument to create a melody in a tone, okay? That's why the Khatam Sofer says, Ugav really should be the predecessor of the organ. The, I forgot the word. There used to be an organ that worked with pressing and it controlled the air in pipes. And when pressing like on a keyboard, it would control the air in the pipes. It's like the old organs that existed even at the time of the Beit HaMikdash. The Khatam Sofer brings down a whole thing there that was forbidden to have it in the Beit HaMikdash. They called the Ugav something else. It's brought down in the Gemara. Arachin daf Yudam Bet. And it's a machloket how you read the Gemara. You read it that there wasn't or there was. So the whole big thing in it. And the Khatam Sofer bases himself, I think, on that Gemara with the opinion that it says in the Gemara that there wasn't. That the organ, today, even today, where organs used by churches, by the Avodazaraniks, and by the Reform temples, they copy the churches who have organs, right? The organ is a very 
Avodah Zarah musical instrument. That's like the biggest thing when you when you think of the churches in Avodah Zarah. That's what they play. The story of the Marsha. If you remember the story of the famous Marsha, where where they the the the, the goyim in the city of Ostrog, that kishif uh, that the power of witchcraft. It was when they played their organ. They played the, their organ music. It made the Jews fr- freeze, and then they were able to take them and uh, baptize them and force them and take them away, whatever. It was with the music of the organ dafka that the, that the goyim are known for. And the reformed temples, they copy that. The Khatam Sefer says, even time the Beit HaMikdash, the goyim were using this type of ugav, okay? Where it's pressing on like keyboards, but with air, the original one wasn't just like hitting on an instrument. It could be the same thing, but involved with the air. And the air was controlling, by, controlled by the by the fingers on the on the keyboard would control the nigun. That would be a difference between minim and ugav. Minim is more one instrument with the mouth, and you're blowing into it, and of the fingers you control with the breath together with the fingers together. That's a minim, okay? Ugav is more like we said. There's no breath involved with the person, but it's more. They have those sometimes. They have keyboards. A person goes into it and and, and it lets out the notes. It still requires, requires a study on Ugav. But Minim, we want to go into now. Minim, like we said, it's called Minim because it has, it's made of Kol Minim Minim. They said it has many types of, uh, of parts that make this instrument. It's like pressing on needles. Originally, they would press it and with needle control and the holes, it would make out this, this, uh, this musical Is note. That's the thing. It's, it's similar to a clarinet. It's a type of clarinet. You know, also the pipes. What, what, what are the simple... Uh, there's also clarinet. There's also what's called a flute. That's it. It's more like a flute. It's more... Because there you have holes. Clarinet also has holes, but you don't see them because they're covered with the buttons. You're pressing all these buttons that are covering them. The, the clarinet is a developed flute, if you want to say. The flute is the simple clarinet, the original initiator of the clarinet. And the flute is more like the minim. But again, it's machloket it's, on what exactly it is, but it's... It's fitting that it's a Khalil. That's the idea of the Khalil that was in the Beit HaMikdash. It's more fitting on that, that you blow into it and with the fingers you control it. Minim is corresponding to Tefillah. Okay? Tefillah. Why? Because Minim also translates as Minut Ve'epikorsut. Minim is the musical instrument. But the name matches the exact opposite of Emuna, of idol worship. Minim. La Minim Minim. Minim. Why are they called Minim? Called Minim Minim. We have one God and they, they took it and they took Hashem and made uh, all types of, uh, of gross developments that there's not just one Hashem, there's also the, the sun, the moon, there's whatever other avodat kochavim that they have. That's called Minim. That's why it's called Minim. There's many types. I remember as a child there was a, there was a, uh, there was a, a story, a tale of the Pied Piper. There was a man was able to gather all the rats by playing the flute, by playing a pipe like that, okay? So in a way also the minim is mitkabet, it gathers people together, that's the idea of minim, that's the power of the piper, that it, the type of music get, it intrigues people, it's a high-pitched uh, instrument, the, pipe, the flute, it's high, it's high and it's moshech, it draws people's attention, this is the idea of tefillah, where tefillah is only tashem, and your minim, it draws a lot of attention to many other items. We'll stop here because we still have to research Ugav, Tzitzere Shama, Tzitzere Torah. Yeah. So that's the Zele Umadzeh. That's Tfilah. 
ויתפלל יצחק לסוח בסדר, אם, אם, אם הקואחהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה